Wait, do you hear that? Wait, listen. Do you know what that is? That is the sound of school testing coming. And you don't want to know why you don't hear anything? Because no one's excited about it. You don't hear people cheering. You don't hear people excited because, quite frankly, testing season is kind of for the birds. And that's why I say F school testing. Now, before you freak out and are like, Monica, that is a little bit intense. That is a little bit inappropriate. I don't mean the F word that you are talking about. In fact, we are talking about the three F words that are going to make testing season more meaningful, more bearable, and quite frankly, more engaging. And I'm quite frankly, really excited about it. So if you are feeling the testing blues before the testing has even started, then this episode is for you. Welcome to This Teacher Life. Only in our world is this normal. Hi friends, it's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. Standardized testing, statewide testing, whatever acronym your state or your region calls it. My God, in my 11 years teaching, I think we've called it 14 different things. That's not even mathematically possible, but like truly, it it's constantly changing and there's no longer test booklets. It's on a computer or maybe you have completely opted out of the testing system. I don't know what your particular uh, situation is. But what I do know is most teachers would agree F school testing, F standardized testing, like what's it even mean? But I don't want to bring negativity into this podcast episode. That's, that's not what this teacher life is all about at all. What I want to do is seriously say F statewide testing but replace the F with things that I think can make it better. So I've got three of them. Three things that can truly make it better, and they all, yes, do start with the letter F. And the first one is, we gotta make this a little bit more fun, right? Like, we gotta make test preparation and the testing process more engaging, more fun for the kids so they'll actually try. You know, they don't really care if they get a printout stapled to their report card seven months from now because that is the reality that's what happens they'll take a test this spring and it will get stapled to a report card likely next october like what the heck we have to make this fun so that they try now so regardless of what the test score says in october they're actually putting forth their best like efforts right now 
So how can we make it fun? I'm a huge person who's like into making things into games. I love game shows. If you've ever been to my professional development or read any of my three books, you know that like I'm obsessed with game shows. I love Let's Make a Deal. I was a contestant on it. What? I love... uh, deal or no deal. I'm so glad that that's back. I love the price is right. Oh my God. Whammy. Like the original press your luck is back. So we have to think, man, how can we turn test prep into something as exciting as a game show? Maybe it means like getting out whiteboards and just having your kids become contestants. Maybe it's giving kids name tags so they feel like a contestant on the game show. Maybe it's about finding electronic buzzers, uh, noises on the Google. Maybe it's as simple as you making a Bob Barker microphone with like a skinny little dowel rod and then putting some uh, aluminum foil on the top and holding a skinny, skinny, skinny microphone just like Bob Barker had. That's the little tiny things that make a big difference. It's ridiculous, right? You're still reviewing, you're still test prepping with people, with your students, but you're turning it into a more engaging, more rewarding environment, right? You're finding the theme song for your favorite game show and you're acting like a host. Guys, this is an opportunity to do life with kids, but also make sure that all of the hard work that we have done throughout the school year shows from a data perspective. See, like even my phone is blowing up right now. I don't know if you heard that. Like even my phone is saying like, "Mm, girl, preach. But the thing is, what can we do besides just have fun, right? That's the first F, but like what else can we incorporate into this? And I think we need to incorporate a little bit of freedom. Okay, not all of our kids learn the same way. Not at all. Not all of our kids review in the same way, but all of our kids, for the most part, have to test the same way. Either everyone's on computers at your school or everyone's got a testing booklet at your school. Like those are things that we don't have a lot of wiggle room with unless uh, you've got students with IEPs or maybe some other like variables. But for the most part, every kid has to test the same way. So why don't we create some freedom in the test prep process? If you have a student who is a pencil paper type of kid, let them do some practice questions on pencil paper. If you've got a kid who's awesome at the computer, let them test on the computer. If you've got a kid who um, maybe wants to do practice questions, like they want to take on the role of a teacher and create practice test questions, let them do that. And then they can switch them uh, with their peers and they can, they can engage in that way. My whole point is this. In a classroom where we want to make sure that we are honing in on all of our kids' learning styles, the testing system doesn't really do that. I'm not implying if every kid has to test on a computer in your school that you say, we're only going to do pencil paper practice questions. No, we obviously have to pre- like prepare our kids for the testing platform. But in the review process, how can we create a little bit of flexibility and freedom so the kids don't feel like they're getting forced into doing something that quite frankly, they don't wanna do and mm, we don't either. 
All right, it's time for a fun fact of the episode. Earlier, I kind of like dropped a bomb and said, oh man, I was a contestant on Let's Make a Deal and I thought I would share another F that is connected to that. Get ready, I freestyle rapped on an episode that I won $1,200. Uh, it's a really long story and I love sharing it with teachers and I, I write about it in one of my books, but here is the freestyle rap that I did. I said, Loon Hook saw, yo, the first cell bacteria on slides. He could tell, pea plant study by Gregor Mendel. Punnet squares, read about it on a Kindle. What? Yep, and then I won $1,200. So maybe that is another F that you could bring into your classroom. Freestyle rapping about state testing. Talk about getting kids excited. Okay, so our first two Fs, we've talked about fun by getting kids engaged into like maybe like a game show type of atmosphere. We've talked about freedom, giving your kids some flexibility in order to figure out how do they want to prepare for the state testing. And then finally, maybe you saw it coming. This puts everybody in a good mood. Food. Bring some food into the classroom. I remember when I was in high school, I had a chemistry class that was really flipping hard. It was rough. It was Chem 2 with James Sparks. He was an incredible teacher, but like it was a very challenging class. And he would offer these morning testing sessions where we could come in and ask questions. He would do practice questions up on literally like an overhead projector. Mm hmm. Because I was in high school in like 1999. But the point is that he would offer these morning sessions and he would get an entire room full of high school kids coming in literally at like 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. You want to know why? because everyone who walked through the door got a little Debbie snack cake. He would bring in the Swiss cake rolls. Is that what those are called? Yeah, the Swiss cake rolls and the ding-dongs and the Twinkies and the oatmeal cream pies and the star crunches. Oh, the star crunch, right? He would bring in just a basket full of these things. And on the way into the classroom, he would greet you and he would say, welcome, and you would get a snack cake. Like that was pretty inexpensive but it got us there. And you know what? The kids who showed up for those did way better on the actual exams. And I don't think it's any different now than it was back then. Like we can find some really inexpensive food to make the testing process a little bit better. Even if it's passing out peppermints during the test, even if it's a, like passing out a roll of Smarties, you know, dear Lord Jesus, you can reach out to your like, your parent teacher organization and say, hello, trusted adults. Would you like to provide some Smarties? And you know, they're gonna put the Pinterest tags on them. Like the Smarties, like you're all so smart. Or like, maybe this is probably not a good example. This one just came to me. I'm gonna say it out loud. Parents should not do this, but to put out, like give people ding dongs and say, um, don't be a ding dong on your test. You should actually try. That's, that's probably not positive messaging from a parent teacher organization, but you know what I'm saying. Like find these quirky little things that we can do to, to engage kids. Maybe, okay, this one's way more positive. Maybe get a cosmic brownie and you can put a little tag on it that said like, your intelligence is out of this world. Whoa, okay, now that one is good. Really cheesy, but really good. Guys, 
Testing season doesn't have to be terrible. Sometimes kids come in with a negative mindset. You want to know why I think they're coming in with a negative mindset? Because they are absorbing the negative mindset of the teachers and just the adults in, in their school. So like, if we want kids to be pumped, adults should be pumped. If we want kids to try hard, we should try hard to make this season of testing better. It's simple. Don't say F testing. Say, wait, let's F testing with some fun, with some freedom and some food. I promise that we will get fantastic results. Oh my God, that was another F. Literally just recording this episode, I am now personally more excited about testing season. It is my hope that now that you have heard this, maybe you've got a little bit of a spark. Maybe you too have now a little bit of excitement about it. Good, now share that with other teachers. Email this or text this to a teacher who you know could maybe use a little boost for testing season. It's coming whether we like it or not, so we might as well embrace it. Friends, if you are a fan of this Teacher Life podcast, I would love it if you would drop a quick written review on the platform that you are listening on. It makes a huge difference for teachers like you who are looking to find some motivation and some tips. I'll tell you, they read those reviews and when they hear from teachers like you who are saying, man, this is what I need or this is exciting or this is practical stuff, they are way more likely to download and just experience the essence, the positivity, the awesomeness of this podcast right here, This Teacher Life. Thanks for listening, everybody. 